All right, guys, we are here to talk about it today because the Oklahoma Sooners, they've been hot in 2024, and they've already been landing numerous 2025 guys throughout this 2024 cycle. And today I want to break down exactly what I think the 2025 class could look like for the Oklahoma Sooners. And I think it's something that a lot of you guys will be intrigued by. But before we talk about it and before we dive into it, guys, go ahead and hit that like and hit the subscribe button. Jump down in the comments below and let me know what y'all's thoughts are. I've went through and I've looked at a lot of where these kids have visited. We've messaged kids. We've talked to some other people, tried to get some sourcing here. And uh, I think we have a pretty good compilation of an idea of what this 2025 class could look like. Now, I do want to preface by saying this is not a guaranteed Oklahoma's going to land these guys. It's recruiting. Anything can happen. And, you know, I'm throwing out these predictions in the month of 2024, but with as many times and as many recruits as Oklahoma's looking at getting for 2025, I think it's important that we get this out now. So... We're going to start off with the quarterback position. Obviously, you already have Kevin Sperry committed. There's no shock there that that's what that's going to look like for you. As far as running back goes, the only one that I think I can really get a uh, I feel confident in is going to be the three-star running back, Riley Wormley. I think Riley Wormley is an Wormley is an excellent talent for the University of Oklahoma. And you have to imagine that the running back room for OU will still be pretty deep in the 2025 cycle. So the likelihoods that you're going to go in there and get two or three really good running backs, I don't think it's likely. But Riley Wormley is being recruited by DeMarco Murray. You've got him out of South Lake, Carroll, Texas. I think Oklahoma can go out there and they can win this commitment. It seems like Riley Wormley really likes the University of Oklahoma. So that'll be one that you guys want to keep your eye on is one that maybe could drop here potentially sometime in the future. But additionally, we can move to the wide receiver position because this is the one that you've really started to see the commitments fall for. And Emmett Jones' job is just super easy. I mean, you look at what Emmett Jones is doing on the recruiting trail he literally might not have to do any recruiting when everybody else is recruiting in the 2025 cycle. He might be able to take some time off, recruit some 2026 guys, and really get this class going. But right now, you have Grayson Harris and you have Elijah Thomas committed in this class. Both four-star wide receivers. Elijah Thomas, I believe, is a 150 player. So good things for Oklahoma there. But additionally, I think you get Isaiah Mosey and Jaden Nickens. But that's probably no surprise to you because everybody's predicting those two to end up at Oklahoma. So we're going to move on next. And this is where I think we're going to start differentiating ourselves from everybody else and really starting to dive into some guys that maybe you haven't heard of. And you guys have seen maybe the Rivals future casts or the Crystal Balls or the On3 predictions for one of four-star tight end Darshan Brain. Now, I haven't talked to him, so I'm not 100% sure about this one. So I actually am not including him in my class predictions. I'm actually going to include Marcus James out of Carl Albert High School because I think he's going to be a take for Oklahoma if Marcus James wants to be a Sooner. And then additionally, Chase Lofton out of Nebraska. This was a guy that had shown up to a Brent Venables camp and looked really good during the time that he was at the Brent Venables camp. So I like those two prospects to be in this class. Now, that's not to say that Darshawn Brame doesn't commit and that throws that off. But like I said, I haven't talked to Darshawn Brame, so I'm not going to include him in there because I have no idea. Now, 
we can shift to the offensive line because you've heard me and some other people tell you guys that, yes, although Bill Beatonbow has not had a super successful year in 2024, 2025 was going to be the year that you saw Bill Beatonbow really be successful in the offensive line. And I think you're going to see that headlined by the five-star offensive tackle, Michael Fasusi, who we've had here on the podcast. And you guys know I just feel really good about Oklahoma in this battle. I think Oklahoma could potentially get Michael Fasusi to shut it down before official visit season and just get him to take that official visit season to Oklahoma. Additionally, there are two prospects in the state of Texas that I think you need to look out for, but I think it's going to be potentially an either or option. And I'll kind of dive into that one here in just a second. But I do think you get Andrew Babola out of Overland Park, Kansas, because one thing we've seen with the staff is they like to try to go into the state of Missouri and they like to go into Kansas and they like to try to pull those kids out. I think that this is a kid that is has an offer right now and potentially could be a priority target if Bill Beatonbow really wants to try to look outside of the state of Texas and Las Vegas, where I think primarily he could have the easiest success. But Andrew Balboa, that is one that I think the Oklahoma Sooners could go out there and land. But the two prospects that I was talking about in the state of Texas, Lamont Rogers and Ty Haywood. Ty Haywood's out of Ryan High School in Denton, Texas. And then you've got Lamont Rogers, who it sounds like things are trending well in the direction for Oklahoma to get his services. And if that's the case, maybe Ty Haywood doesn't get an opportunity to be a part of this class. And the reason why I say that is, is because there are two prospects out in Las Vegas, Nevada, that I think definitely could fall in favor of the Sooners. So I think you either get Lamont Rogers or Ty Haywood. So I just went ahead with Lamont Rogers since it sounds like, and it all fingers are pointing towards that could be the one that wraps up the soonest. But you guys will have to keep your eyes on, on that one. Maybe Ty Haywood pulls a fast one and commits first, and then maybe Lamont Rogers uh, doesn't end up committing to the University of Oklahoma. Now, if Andrew doesn't commit to Oklahoma, maybe you see both Texas guys, but I'm just going to count one and then count Andrew. So those are the three offensive tackles that I have for OU in this class. And then on the inside offensive linemen, I have, and I'm totally going to butcher their name, so I believe it's... I'm going to say, try to say their first names because I think that's easier. Sesusi and then Alai. They're both four-star offensive linemen, and really kind of my thought process here was Oklahoma has picked up several recruits out of Bishop Gorman in the Nevada area recently with Javante Barnes, Jake Taylor in 2022, and if Bill Bow can tout his success with linemen in the NFL and you can kind of leverage with what DeMarco Murray has been able to do in Las Vegas, maybe these two are takes for Oklahoma, maybe their recruitments that Oklahoma really does not have to go battle too deeply for. Maybe they can get them to shut it down and be in favor of Oklahoma. So those are two that I predict that could be in Oklahoma's class on the inside offensive line. And I think if you're an Oklahoma Sooner fan, you feel really good about the blue chippers that you would be landing on the offensive line. Again, building in the trenches when you're going into the SEC, it's important. And Kind of staying along the trenches talk as we move to the defense. Let's look at the defensive line. And right now, you do have the commitment from Kamori Moore where, hey, you thought originally, or at least my thought process, because I've been working on this list for like a month. If you land Williams, Winnery, and Mosey, it'd be pretty hard for him to pass up playing at Oklahoma with his buddies. Well, ultimately, he committed before Williams, Winnery, and before Mosey. So, Kamori Moore. 
a guy that could potentially end the cycle as a four-star defensive lineman. Again, another dude that went to the Brenton Venables camp and looked really good. So obviously, no shock there that he is in these predictions because he's already committed. But I've got Xavier Ukponu, a teammate of Eli Bowen and Peyton Bowen and Jackson Arnold. Yes, I did say Eli Bowen because I think he'll be a part of the 2023 or 2024 class. Uh, but a former teammate of those guys over at Ditton Geyer, a guy that I think is starting to pick up some steam along the recruitment trail, and he's been here frequently, and he has told me that he is going to plan on getting back to Oklahoma this season for a game or two. So that's one that maybe Sooner fans want to keep their eyes on as a three-star defensive lineman that potentially could drop for Oklahoma here in the near future, uh, especially with the teammates of Jackson Arnold, Peyton Bowen, and those guys. Maybe they can get him to uh, lock it down with OU a little bit quicker. Additionally, you can see a guy like Ethan Utley that has been to OU uh, out of Nashville, Tennessee. Obviously, you're going to have to fight the Tennessee Volunteers here for it, but in reality, I don't think Todd Bates has to go just hit a grand slam because if the 2024 class is as good as we expect it to be, then the defensive line class in 2025, you can afford to just take some really good blue chippers. You don't necessarily have to land the five-star guys, kind of get you some good backups, and there's some good rotational pieces, and then in 2026, probably that's when you'd want to land some more five-star talent if you can't get them in 2025. Now, you look at the edge position and what Miguel Chavis can do there. Obviously, I think this is a really easy position and a really easy year for Miguel Chavis to be able to recruit at this position because you've got a four-star edge rusher in C.J. Nixon who is a borderline five-star according to the 247 composite rankings, but he's an in-state kid out of Weatherford, Oklahoma, and you have ties there because because of Ethan Downs, and if Ethan Downs is successful, you would imagine that that would probably go some ways with C.J. Nixon. He's taken one visit to Oklahoma on June 13th, and you would expect that OU would be in front, the at least the front runner here for the in-state prospect, right? You would believe that. So I have C.J. Nixon in this class. Uh, I've got three-star Alexander Shieldknight, another in-state prospect to for Oklahoma. He's taken three visits to Oklahoma so far, but you can imagine if the staff can load up on OK Preps kids in this class, they're going to do that. And they have two elite guys at the edge position that they can do it with. So you can imagine Miguel Chavis's job is going to be really easy if he just really puts the focus on these two and can get them to commit, hopefully before the turn of the year and then you know, hopefully your defensive line is starting to really shape up and we don't have those questions going into June or July next year. So then you look at the linebacker position, the spot that we expected Brent Venables to really kind of do really well with here. And you saw it last year in the 2023 cycle. Lewis Carter, Samuel Masigo, Phil Picciotti, those guys look really good. You got Connor Near. So the question is, what are they going to do in 2025 when they're potentially going to need to replace guys like Shane Witter, Danny Stutzman, guys like that? Well, easy. You've got Kelvion Riggins, who, guys, it looks like he loves Oklahoma. So I've kind of been here. And then you've also got the four-star linebacker, Christian Thatcher. Um, I've spoke to Christian. He has a great relationship with the Marco Murray and Ted Roof, who's actually been out in the spring to visit him in Vegas. Um, and he's excited to get up to Norman for a couple games this upcoming season. So I think, again, another guy that's from Vegas, Oklahoma really could sell the deal for Christian Thatcher and get him to be a part of this class. Same thing for Kelvion Riggins. Now, if for some reason you miss on one of these two guys, you've also got the three-star linebacker, Chase Purcell, who actually 
from what I can find, I don't think has an offer from Oklahoma yet, but he is from the Lee Summit North area. So uh, potentially if, you know, the staff really likes him, you could see that offer go out and potentially the Oklahoma Sooners could try to close on him. In your secondary, which is kind of where we're going to kind of end things a little bit, you've got Tristan Haynes and Malik Hawkins at the cornerback position. Four-star cornerback Tristan Haynes, who is a part of the Carl Albert team. Um, if for some reason you don't get Tristan Haynes or Malik Hawkins, I think you could go after Kobe Sellers. That's a guy that's been to Oklahoma, but he's from Houston, so he's going to have a lot of options, especially from the state of Texas. So I didn't want to count on Kobe Sellers 100%. And then at the safety position, five-star safety Jonah Williams. you got to count him in there. Dual sport athlete, baseball and football. It seems like Oklahoma could close the deal here. They've been doing a really good job with dual sport athletes, and I like what they could potentially get in Jonah Williams. Seems like Jonah Williams is going to give Oklahoma the time and day there. And so you would imagine Jay Vali and Brandon Hall, they're going to be able to do their thing. Maybe they can get the deal closed on Jonah Williams. And so you look up and down the list, um, and one guy that I didn't include on there, but he's in, uh, not ranked in the composite rankings yet for 247, but uh, Tyrain Washington out of Carl Albert as well. Uh, that could be a guy on there. But if you add up all those guys, it gives you 23 commits in this class. So it's just short of the 25 commit limit that I think will looks like might hold. And you would end up with two five-stars if that class was to end today. Uh, now, however, we do know that you could potentially have higher five-star guys, like maybe uh, Isaiah Mosey jumps back up into a top 75 player. Maybe Kevin Sperry just really balls out and has a really good season, and you see him go out there uh, his junior and senior year and potentially rise up to five-star status. There's a lot of time for these kids to rise, but there's also some time for these kids to fall. So... Obviously, it's a really early prediction. It's a This is a really early prediction video, but I wanted to go ahead and get this out there for you guys. I wanted you guys to be able to get an inside look, especially with Oklahoma landing 2025 recruits here and there. I wanted to go out and get initial predictions, and then we'll probably do something later on when the 2025 class actually uh, starts up, see where we're at, and maybe do some reevaluations because we're always going to be talking to these kids. We're going to continue to try to build those relationships, bring these kids on the podcast uh, so that you guys can hear from them and about their recruitments and about uh, what that is like for them and what their visits to Oklahoma have been like. So, guys, I want to hear from you. Jump down in the comments below and let me know what y'all's thoughts are. What kind of class do you think Oklahoma ends up with in the 2025 cycle? They're getting the hot start like a Georgia or an Alabama. The question is, can they finish like a Georgia and Alabama? Can they be the number one class in the country or are they just going to finish again as a top five or top three class? As of right now with the Deposit score of 279.27. You still have two spots to add two more guys, whether that's along the defensive line and offensive line, or whether you take another running back or whatever that looks like, because there's definitely options there. Oklahoma could definitely be vying for a top spot. So guys, I want to hear from you. Go ahead, jump down in the comments below, and if you haven't already, go ahead and hit that like and hit the subscribe button.